Sports, 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 the renegades of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Yo. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 179. How are we? Doing great, man. Feel pretty good. Yeah, I just got a text from my wife that says I need to turn up the thermostat. So let me do that real quick. Uh, I would not. Actually, if you could just turn your entire HVAC system off, it would do wonders for the audio quality of this show. Sir, sir, I think what you guys are hearing is not my, my HVAC. I think what you're hearing is my MacBook Air at full mm. capacity with all 197 tabs open at once. Open tabs. Uh-huh. Even though you have a brand new MacBook Air upstairs sitting on the shelf like a book. Sir, it's not a MacBook Air that I have sitting upstairs like a book. It's a MacBook Pro. Thank you. That, oh, my God. Even, neg- this makes me even more angry. That I've neglected that to unwrap. Not, yeah. That well, you have not unwrapped it. Technology. Well, see, that's what Rowdy and I are rolling with. We, we both got MacBook Pros, so you're the weak link here. Technology's hard. It's like yeah. I always say. Good thing you're not involved in it to earn a living. Absolutely right? not. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, how are we doing otherwise, gents? Rowdy, your beard well, looks now good. now I'm just angry. <laughs> good. Good. We've got um, you primed. We've got the bull C in red. Now here, now it's going to be a good show. The T is high. Yeah. Well, I, so I, I wanted to, uh, mm. you know, we've, I feel like we've been, we've been in kind of our, you know, how, like Picasso had his like blue period and things like that. I feel like yeah. we're, we're in our cheese it period of, yes. of the podcast. We've had our bugles period. That's We've true. had our little Debbie's period. Yeah. But Reed, you had a pretty amazing Cheez It story that you texted this past week. Oh, yeah, I totally did. So I have a bunch of bird feeders outside my kitchen window. <laughs> because and you're I a like 60 year old woman. <laughs> I just like to stand there and watch birds. Mm-hmm. And I hate starlings because they're invasive, but they are super smart. And I was like drinking a cup of coffee, just standing there looking out the window the other morning. And this starling comes soaring in with this thing in its beak. And I look closely, and it has a Cheez-It in its beak. And it jumps off of the feeder and gets down in the snow and starts using it to dig in the snow looking for It's using tools. Yeah. You just witnessed, you witnessed, like, because people make a big deal out of uh, chimps using sticks and stuff to get Uh termites. You just witnessed a starling. Sure. Using a tool to dig. No, I thought yeah. I thought it's been. That's a scientific cool. discovery. I think I, hey. I think that crows use tools, right? Crows are supposed to be super intelligent too. Yeah, but crows I can think... identify individual human faces. Oh man, that's terrifying. Yeah, there was a whole documentary on it. It was fascinating. They would walk through the park every day, and the crows would caw at them, and then they would put masks on and walk through the park, and their caw would change. Huh. Huh. Okay, cool. that is more fascinating because the first time you said it was a documentary, like I kind of felt like you you kind of summed up the entire documentary with that sentence right before you told us that, which is <laughs> that crows can identify individual human faces. But now that you've said more, it, it does sound kind of interesting. Oh, it's super interesting. I think it was a nature uh, program back huh. in the day. 
few mm. years back. But yeah, so this Starling, they went ape and like just annihilated my suet in like one day. <laughs> Although I did see a red-bellied woodpecker fight off three of them to get to the suet. So oh, wow. I mean, I've got, like, Animal Kingdom, Wild Jungle. Uh, basically, I am A-Town's David Attenborough is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> right. I'm well, and then they're sipping my coffee going, the Starling with the Cheez-It. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the Starling, you're probably going to have that guy or girl for a while because I've noticed there's one that's always in our neighbor's yard and it's been there for the past year like it'll always sit on the same pole oh really and it and it will mimic the 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 brakes of the train that's down this that goes through down the street from us and it'll mimic we had uh, the red-tailed hawks last spring and so it started mimicking the red-tailed hawk calls those things are cool. I know Snoop that is cool. uh, does not have a good track history with uh, tra- uh, with or track record, no. whatever it's called, uh, sports he terms. He murders them. With, no, uh, I murdered. Yeah. I murdered them. Yes. Yeah, there are murders of crows, and then there's me. just Snoop murdering snar- starlings. Me, me murdering starlings. That's but right. technically, you could. I, I've told you how to spin that. You know, because they are an invasive species. You were just being a, re- a responsible. Uh, part well, of the ecosystem. Here's the you know part what, I, though? Who, what's not an invasive species, if you really think about it? Right, mm-hmm. it's one invasive species destroying another. Would you like me, me to list off several thousand? <laughs> no. They all came not from on, somewhere. Not on this podcast, specifically, <laughs> no. <laughs> Everything came from someplace else. So, Well, there's a difference between a non-native and an invasive. Mm. Different. Yeah, but natives, non-natives are like the the mulberry or the Osage tree here in Indiana. They don't they don't compete with other species. Invasives compete with other species by killing them, or like plants will uh, emit toxins to clear out space for other plants of the same species. So there's a difference. So what's I would trade I would trade a dozen non-native. native bird species who can't use Cheez-Its as shovels yeah. for one species who can. Yeah, get rid of, get rid of the, you know, the house sparrow yeah. and the... I yeah. think, but I would say a couple of things. Uh, I have a question that I want to get to, but before that, I think that birds using tools is like the original Skynet, right? Like, this is what... Mm. Oh, like they're coming? They're coming for us, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So knowing that the starling can use tools should i feel more guilty about murdering them yes mm, not no. so fast but, well Read. there's two there's two sides of this sure he was using it as a tool but i did i cannot confirm that he also enjoyed that delicious snack <laughs> which, which he I, might not have appreciated the cheese it for its full value i kind of flavor blast yeah exactly it was flavor blasted I, yeah. doesn't it feel like that feels like some kind of omen i don't know what it i don't know what oh, it means great. but I mean, that does feel like it does feel like an omen yeah. of some kind not only was was the bird intelligent enough to use the tool but the bird was uh, was had enough self-control not to just like just absolutely house and destroy the one cheese it that the bird had. Yeah, that's I mean true. that's a good that's point. True. If I was in a situation where I needed a shovel and you put a cheese it in <laughs> in my lips, is it a shovel? I would not have the self. <laughs> yeah, I would not have the self control to not eat the cheese it. 
and then I'd have no shovel. I can I can imagine that experiment happening too. They're like, I okay, mean, so what you need to do is put this shovel in your <laughs> put this in your mouth and use it as a shovel. Oh, you ate it. Okay. Oh, it's well, still. Oh, but the, but, but here's the thing: the shovel is delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would not be able to do that. So in, in a lot of ways, this may, crow is a better person than me. I may die of starvation. However, the last thing I tasted was the Cheez-It. <laughs> the other so, thing might be is that the Cheez-It now is just a talisman for the leader of this flock of starlings that, could be that too. keeps coming to my yeah. this, is, I, this is an amazing, I, I don't know. That, yeah, it's I tried just, to video it and he flew away. Oh, no pictures, I was pictures, like getting please. my phone yeah. out and he was like digging around and then he just fluttered off. I bet it was an angel. Yeah, because it was like, don't take my picture. Do you know what the crows would do if they found out that I was doing this? It it thought I was stealing its soul with my photographic equipment. Yeah, so like, so what we've learned is like, they can use tools. Starlings can use tools. And they can also pass the Stanford marshmallow experiment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rowdy cannot. I would not be able to. Not if it was chip. If it was a marshmallow, yeah, I can wait. Uh, but if it's but if it's certain snack items, then no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I learned something. It was today. wild. Yeah. Never happens at my house because they come around here. They know what happened. Well, they know. Remember this face, Starling. Yeah. Remember this I mean, face. You've sent them a signal. They know. Absolutely. I scattered I'm going to start bar. putting out poison for our native species so we can have more of these cheese birds. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my wife a bird feeder. I'm just going to fill that with, with uh, fertilizer and yeah, <laughs> mix it with the bird seeds. seeds and pour in some antifreeze. Some rat They'll poison. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are terrible. Thanks for joining us tonight on our <laughs> definitely, again, like once you get to the 12-minute mark, that's when we really start getting into it. We're this renegades is, tonight. That we are renegades. Uh, this is a sports podcast. Thanks for droning in. Uh, droning in? Yeah. Droning in. Because oh, we're renegades. Gotcha. Okay. Droner in chief. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, since you've made it this far, congratulations. Uh, go ahead and send us an email. We will send you uh, a very special certificate of uh, participation. For and ma- authenticity for making it this far signed by John J. Audubon himself <laughs> with all that being said uh, who's that other guy Rowdy thinks was a serial killer and hates the historic uh, the guy with the crazy eyes John C. Calhoun yeah John, John C. Calhoun, Calhoun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking about Israel Keys there for a minute I was like, oh wow yeah. okay uh, so thanks for making it this far and uh, hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, guys. Uh, first what? story, not about sports. First, first story <laughs> is sort of about sports. Uh, let's talk Jerry sports Jones. Adjacent. Let's talk Jerry Jones. Um, as uh, everyone probably has heard by now, Texas, the largest contiguous state, mm-hmm. had a large problem last week with their ice storm. Seven million people without power. Uh, and the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, Jerry Jones, just happened to make a boatload of money on this deal because he owns, I believe, $1.1 billion worth of Comstock Resources Incorporated across Texas and Louisiana, which is an energy company. 
And so when people's utility bills went to $3,000, $9,000, when they finally got their power turned back on, Jerry Jones was the main beneficiary from this absolute and utter insane price hike over the few days that Florida was, or Florida, same, same, uh, Texas <laughs> yeah. was, uh, was uh, blacked out. I think, I think Florida and Texas are technically neighbors. They're just yeah. bordered by the, the Gulf, right? The Gulf, there yeah. There you go. Yeah. They're water neighbors. Yeah. Aquatic neighbors, if you will. It's like Missouri and Illinois. You're my water mm-hmm. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, water buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, go ahead, Rowdy. I was going to say there was a great quote from the CFO of Comstock. He said uh, he was on an earnings call uh, and said, This week is like hitting the jackpot with some of these incredible prices. Frankly, we were able to sell at super premium prices for a material amount of production. So, which is, which is great for them. Timely, yeah. yeah. So, do we want to kind of Texas man? Do we want to? Well, not just Texas. It's America's team. What's more American than benefiting off the uh, the tragedy of others and right? the backs of the underprivileged? Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It doubles down on on their name, uh, their nickname. Do we want to break down that sentence? Selling what? at a super premium price for a material amount of production. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, let's think about what he just said. Uh, it's like it, it's an amazing sentence construction. If I've ever heard double double talk before, this Texas public schools it it doesn't it doesn't get any better. So super premium prices. What the, I think they said they were paying up to a thousand dollars per. Uh, like before per this, they were unit. between fifteen. Uh, per thousand cubic feet and $179 per thousand cubic feet but uh, for this period of time. And before that, it was priced at $2.40. So it went up only almost 100x in this period of time. Neat. Yeah. It's, it's an insane amount of money, but this is a super premium price for the material amount of production, uh, which means... You know, the time that people were, were literally freezing to death. Yeah. Because, I, like, natural gas, I don't know a lot about natural gas. I don't think it can be stored for that long, can it? Like, you kind of have to get it to it from source to wherever. Well, that or they store it underground in, like, natural caverns. It What's depends on if it's in liquid form or not. Liquid form is storable. Oh, LNG. Okay. Yeah. LNG is. Okay. Yeah. But there's the way he says that is like it's chilling to me that the way literally yeah yeah yeah. I mean you have to keep in mind this was an earnings call, so they're all evil. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a bunch of Texan uh, energy tycoons. Yeah, I mean this guy was, it's Mr. Burns who works for an energy company. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. Yeah, I noticed I that too. It. Yeah, so yeah, at at the peak they were selling at a seventy five hundred percent increase increase markup over pre crisis levels, and this is also let's not forget this is also the guy who asked for a three hundred 
million dollar plus handout from yep. uh, Texas to fund AT&T Stadium, which he only pays like two, two and a half, three million dollars per year to lease it back to operate the stadium. Yep. But not a damn thing will change about any of this. Well, you know, though, in a lot of ways, Jerry Jones has not let all this go to his head, all this all this wealth. Uh, no, but he has let all that, that HGH go to his head. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier in the month, Razor he was bread. actually he was spotted at a 7-Eleven in Texas buying wine. He was holding... Uh, he was, he was holding uh, two two bottles of wine. This guy just ran into him at the Seven Eleven, and uh, one of one of the bottles has been identified as a bottle of Josh Cabernet Sauvignon. Jo- I've uh, had Josh. About, okay, yeah, uh, ten, ten to Curse fifteen bucks yeah, yeah. Uh, for a bottle. Yeah, I can't. The other one, he's got the label turned away from the the picture, so I can't identify that. But. Uh, you yeah. think that's the first time he ever went to 7-Eleven that he didn't no. own? And that's uh, no, first, I, and that's I, not the first the time way, he's ever bought way, alcohol from a 7-Eleven. Yeah, I mean, I, he's going he out of his way to go buy his wine. His yeah, absolutely. Those are roadies. The, the, okay, so there's two options here. Let's walk this. <laughs> let's walk through this. Let's let's. Uh, what what do you do, Rowdy? You just you just lay the breadcrumbs. Right? Yeah, like just throw just, it out there, and then you yeah, figure it, and you, can, you can start connect, to put the pieces yeah, together. I'm just you can throw the dots down. So he's yeah. at, he's in his car. He's at a Seven Eleven. He's buying alcohol. There's only, to me, there's only two outcomes that this could be. One, housewarming gift, and he's the cheapest sob we know, like yeah. cheapest billionaire we know, right? Yeah. Or uh, roadies to said housewarming. Yeah. Like that's. I the mean, old, that means he's traveling the, around yeah. with. Uh, a, a, a corkscrew. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I, I'm a, whatever I, he's driving probably has a built-in corkscrew. He has a corkscrew in the heel of his boot, or on his keychain. <laughs> it's platinum. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, it's probably not even oh, platinum. Def- it says Cabo because there's no open <laughs> container law in Texas. That's true. They're roadies. They're they're road bottles. That's yeah. true. And and if Jerry Jones gets pulled over. Nothing. Not Jim Irsay getting guy. pulled over, I'll tell you that. Not in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Jerry's walking away. Not the boss getting pulled over on the National Park Beach in Jersey either. Jerry Jones yeah. owns that joint. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, well, sorry, he, go ahead. He had a corkscrew. I have no doubt about that. Or he's 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 uh Or they were that, they could have been ter- they like let's not put it past Jerry Jones to be buying screw top wine. First First well, that's foremost. true. Or he takes off his floor shine, and he's got that technique where he can just hit the bottom of the bottle and pop that cork <laughs> out because he's, right. that, he's yeah. that rehearsed. And then he's like, we call that the Texas two-step. Yeah. This is my Bostonian move. I can just hit this bottle and pop <laughs> this cork right out of there. And I'll tell you what, it'll, shoot, it'll fly over yonder. Watch it. Watch Look. it way over yonder. It's about to hit that thing over there. Watch he me just en- He just enjoys the... Uh, the, the flavors of blackberry and toasted hazelnut and cinnamon complemented by hints of Ugh. vanilla and toasted oak. Are you what is it, a coffee wine? <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds terrible. And it's round and juicy. 
that he does. That he does like. Half and half Irish cream and Splenda. Yeah. Yeah. Is he buying? Is he buying wine or is he buying uh, gas station coffee? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because so on on the Josh Sellers website. Uh, they say we love pairing this wine with well-seasoned meats like beef, and pork, and lamb, and a 200-mile drive, and indulgent <laughs> chocolate desserts. Which I'm, which makes me wonder. It's like, okay, if it's well-seasoned, does that mean you want to have very, you want to have your your meat just covered in spices that are mm. going to distract from the flavor of our terrible wine? Is mm. that what they're trying to say? Or the taint of the meat. Or, well, well-seasoned as in aged, or well-seasoned as in. Uh, actual spices. This is like your healthy comment from last week. There's just a, there's a lot yeah. to unpack there. What's You're well at, seasoned? Extra ketchup. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. This pairs well with fish, uh, uh, some uh, scallops off the grill, or yeah. one and, one lap and around and profiting off the backs of your home of your home state. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle notes of tartar and poor people's tears. <laughs> Uh, also, one other one other quick Jerry Jones uh, anecdote. Since we this is sort of a bird themed episode so far, <laughs> uh, did you guys see his quote about birds? No. So I don't know. I don't know this story. I'm going to read the intro to this. It'll probably make sense to Wait, you. But time out. He, is this is this a new story, or you just like you just happen to? Are you just going to have a bird anecdote for every story, every headline? No. This is no, this no, is Rowdy. this is new. This is a new story. So he uh, there's apparently something about Don Van Natta and Seth Wickersham. These are ESPN. Writers, yeah, they were yeah. talking about some kind of NFL labor negotiations, mm-hmm. and apparently, after players turned down one of the deals that the owners offered, Jones was quoted as saying, "Look, my daddy grew up on a farm in Southwest Missouri. Oh, he'd probably say Missouri." Every so often in the spring, the wind would come from a different part of the country, and the moon would set a different way, and the owls would start effing the chickens. The owls are effing the chickens. It makes no sense that they turn this down, but it's a great thing for us. What's I have no idea that? what that means, but... Does that happen? I don't know. I kind of want to... I'm Well, I'm scared to Google that, but... Uh, I'm, Is that a you, work computer? You can trust. You can trust that I will be researching this on my work computer. Yes. <laughs> you, you ever go to the uh, yeah, the Eagle Creek uh, Ornithology Center here? Oh yeah. Yeah, you should ask them. <laughs> hey, that owl you got in there? Yeah. You ever yeah. get that around any chickens? What kind of tool that owl got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I don't know. I would I, ever, I want to ever bird dog I, any chicks. I just I just want to research <laughs> if this is like a phrase in southwest Missouri, Missouri that we just don't know about. But hey, oh, man. Well, you guys ready to talk about something else here? You should probably call into a way with words and ask them that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, my second favorite podcast about uh, language after this one. No. Yeah. Let's talk about something else. All right. So, well, in in other cheese it news, uh, uh, Reed wanted me to give an update on how the yeah. uh, Celebrity Crunch Challenge is going. Which, again, let me repeat: do not enter this contest. <laughs> this is going to be mine 
I'm going to win this. I'm going to get all the entries. I'm putting them all towards Team Shack. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out our last episode if you want to. I don't care. Um, <laughs> we really don't. Yeah. There's Now, the great thing about this is there's no purchase necessary. I did purchase Cheez-Its, but you don't have to. And now I can vote online. I can get... I can get five entries a day, so I'm up to 40 Celebrity Crunch Classic entries. Although I just noticed, so the sweepstakes for the grand prize of meeting Shaq in, uh, well, maybe, who knows. Uh, I'm going to have to be doing this every day until April 8th. Oh, my God. And if I want to be eligible for the first prize sweepstakes, if I don't get the grand prize and actually get to go to Atlanta or Indianapolis or wherever to meet some people and ha- have someone else play a basketball game for me, uh, I have to keep entering f- until July 29th. What? That's for the first prize sweepstakes, which is $100. So then I have to ask myself, is it worth it for me to keep this tab open on my computer and vote f- <laughs> Five this entries is like a day. Your, this hold is on, like your road for a hundred dollars. It's every day, and you might win a hundred dollars. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. Wow. Yeah. Yes, it actually is. <laughs> Another question, though. You actually close the tabs on your computer? No. Oh, hell yeah. Tell every me about night, this. Apple Q, wipe it out. Oh. <laughs> Start forget over. the day. No. Wow. Nope. So I'll keep I'll keep you posted, but yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a long journey. Hopefully, hopefully that journey ends with me and Shaq hanging out someplace. But I will play the game with you. If you get to meet Shaq and you need someone to play, I will play for you. You'll play basketball? Yes, I will. Can you play a full game? Shaq. What hell? I could try. <laughs> do you do you I'll have foul any? Out. Do you have any idea how many times you've um how many times you've Entered at this point, forty. He said forty. Yeah, forty. Forty, 40 as of today. Forty. It'll be forty-five tomorrow. It's gonna be five every day. Love it. Yep. So they can at least send you a box of Cheez-Its or something. I mean, wouldn't you? Okay, let me let, let me ask you this, Rowdy. Would you rather have a potential one hundred dollars or a guaranteed bi-weekly box of Cheez-Its for a year? Oh, I mean that's. Wait, go back. That's that's worth more than a hundred dollars. So yeah, I'd go with the Cheez-Its. That's probably yeah. Would, what are Cheez-Its like? Three bucks a box. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, yeah. Something so it's like, like hundred fifty bucks. Would you rather? I mean, I I could also books? sell them yeah. on eBay. Okay. What about a snack pack of Cheez-Its? Two snack packs a week, or a hundred bucks cash? Yeah. Hmm. Cold hard cash. Here's what I do. I get I I, I have them I, I I take the Cheez-Its. You think this is a negotiation. And I <laughs> and I fake Shaq and Charles Barkley's autographs on the Cheez-It boxes and I sell them on eBay and then fold that fold my earnings into more Cheez-Its. Hmm. If you get get a real autograph from Shaq or Charles Barkley on a box of Cheez-Its, I'll buy it from you for $100. (laughs) Uh, I I tell you what, if you you pull up, if you win this thing and you play a game against Shaq and Cook. Oh, I'm not going to be, no, I will not play a game. Here's the thing, if you do and you pull up from half court and just chuck a shot and yell, Kobe, I will buy you Cheez-Its every week for a year. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh hell, I'd give you a hundred dollars on the spot. <laughs> if you did that. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Without a doubt. Box we'll see. We'll day. see. This is Every it's week it's for a year. I, it's a long it's a long road. So we'll yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll keep is. you posted. But God, to July? Um, no. hey, but you know what? It's time for it's time to talk crypto. Oh yes. So we should first off. We should have done this. No, if we should have. If I known there was this much money in something this stupid, yes. Why wouldn't we have? We should. We totally should have done this. All right, lay it out because for us. What are we, we have, talking about here? What are we talking about here, Snoop? Give us, values. give us some context. Give us some context. So here's what happened. We're all like, just like, my, we have a a general understanding that there's this cryptocurrency world that's out there, and then there's this this uh, technology that is kind of based on called blockchain, right? I, yep. I, I'm not necessarily smart enough to understand exactly how this works, but that's, we all understand that this Sounds thing Sounds like exists, that computer right? school tuition just went to waste, but whatever. <laughs> well, Compute. blockchain's basically just an uh, unhackable, in, uh, unique code that only the owner has, correct? It's an elect- yeah, it's an electronic ledger, ledger of encrypted keys. So every time that there's... Uh, that there's some sort of activity that a new, b- right, a new block new gets attached gets. to the chain that says this is the last activity that's happened. So key one now belongs to user A, and it's, which is it's, how they decentralize like Bitcoin and stuff from right. banking and all that. So when you when yeah, if you have if you can see the entire chain, right. you can see all of the activity that's ever happened. But unless you uh, have the key you can't see what happened within that exchange. Mm. Yeah. So what does this have to do with sports? So what great, well, what does it have to do with sports? So the NBA has this new product called NBA Top Shot, which is essentially, uh, it's like an online blockchain or like a collection of highlights that people can trade basically like trading cards. So it takes the trading card game where you have Virtually, some, yeah. And takes it, yeah, it takes it to the virtual realm. So before, you had an, a, a physical product, a trading card, that you would have in your possession. And, and now it's taken. you had to keep it. the condition of it up and all that. Or anything. But now yeah. they've taken that and they put it online. So now you own the scarcity of a product which is not actually physical. So and also can be found on YouTube. Yeah, you could just go look at any of these. <laughs> but what they do is they sell these packs of highlights. So if you like, you know, we talked about like uh, break it, breaks before, right? So you yeah. they you crack a pack, you got you get nine highlights and you could have a very rare highlight in there uh, that maybe there's only one of 99. All of a yeah. sudden, that's very rare. And people with money to burn, obviously, like, not people living in Texas that Jerry Jones trying to pillage. Yeah. Because uh, if they had money to burn, they would burn it to stay warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. It would, literally, it would be cheaper to burn money than pay Jerry Jones for natural gas. For sure. Uh, they buy these to have, oh, quote, unquote. Cowboys jerseys. Yeah, they, they, these guys have quote-unquote ownership over this, this one of 99, this, this Well, 
Yeah. This, this, so you only highlight. own one of the night. This, this is one the, of ones, though. There's one of five. It's like it, it very much parallels. And uh, side note, I did not know that the NBA actually was involved with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it very much parallels uh, baseball cards because you have a one of one, one of five, one of ten, you know, whatever. The only thing that it doesn't parallel is whether they're wet or whether they're not which means they're signed or they're not signed. Right, but that doesn't matter because what they're right. basing this on, like they've turned it into a commodity and they're basing it on just scarcity. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess in some ways, like, yeah, just scarcity and and and, and demand. So, just, And just to give you an idea of the prices we're talking about, so I, I was just looking to see the... Lower on on the lower ends of like if you wanted a clip of there's a a block from a game on January 9th by Troy Brown Jr. Oh yes, the, Troy Brown the, Jr. The lowest ask for that. This is a common, so it's it. There are fifteen thousand of them. Yeah. yeah. But if you want one of them. It's seventeen dollars is the lowest ask. Yeah, the like highest right now. Tops. Is Ja Morant? Morant. Morant. Ja Morant. Ja Morant. A dunk from December 11th, 2019. There are only two of them that are listed. Uh, The lowest ask for for this is $250,000. Sweet Jesus. Which doesn't mean that anybody's going to get that, but that's what they're doing. So last two weeks ago, a Zion Williamson... uh, Top shot and a LeBron James top shot both sold for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Now, now there's a Zion Williamson block. Yeah, I heard about that. For two hundred nineteen thousand, yeah. there's yeah. two of them, and there's yeah. a LeBron dunk for two hundred thirteen thousand. But the yeah. crazy thing about this is you can literally YouTube these clips. But can, can I but can I give you guys a tip? YouTube. I'm I'm but, going to I'm going to just for our listeners. I'm going to sabotage this whole industry. Okay. Here's what you do. Okay. You go to the website. You go yeah. to the nbatopshot.com. You click yeah, on market it. on marketplace. <laughs> yeah. Click click on whatever one you want. Like I'm going to click on the $250,000 one, all right? Now, when that when that comes up, first of all, it just shows you the video. So you can watch it right here. But do you want to own it? Yeah, you do. What you do is you right click you click save video as, and guess what? <laughs> I now have a $250,000 MP4 p- file on my computer. Uh, sorry, on my work computer. Yeah. Uh, um, so t- it's t- mine. I, I own this now. I, I own this. Right. This is mine. Well. Y- but I, it can I, also be yours. I'm just, I, totally, I'm just, I agree with everything you're saying. Except for the block. You don't Except have the for block. the block, you yeah. don't have the block, so you don't really. You have the. You can see the video. You can put the vid- the file somewhere and take it with you, but you don't have that block. Which well, I like. Yeah. I make. Let me make sure I say this. But preface everything I'm about to say with, this is stupid. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> what you, what you're saying, read even what you're saying with like the card is true. Like. What's the point of collecting cards? I can go online. I can find a picture of that athlete. Yeah. I can print it out, and I can hang it on my wall. 
what makes it quote unquote valuable is the scarcity. It's because and it's the physicalness of it. It's well, kind of, but I think it's more the. It's just that you know that you're holding something that only that there's only yeah. one of, oh, yeah. or there's only five of. So it's the same is true with the blockchain. I just know that if somebody wants this, I'm the only person on earth that has it. Yeah. So no, so, but I have I have it. I have the MP4, and I'll send it to anyone no, who wants you, it. You don't have the block. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Twenty bucks, and I'll send you this. But you don't have the block, and I think but, that's. But the, the the thing about cards that makes it a little bit different and more intriguing to me about cards is that they have to be in a certain kind of condition. There mm-hmm. are literally only X amount of them. They have physicality. They're going to get worn, faded, They have to be lost, maintained. Well, and they damaged. do things like now they're putting in things like, Hologram, you know, pieces of the jersey. Jerseys, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the fat cards. Yeah. Human, human hair. You get a patch piece. You know, you want that Astros tricolor, four-color, you know, patch piece with the helmet helmet clip in it. You know, you want a cleat in it. You want a, a glove lace in it. Oh, yeah. Dude, card breaks... Cards to me are fascinating. I don't right. buy cards, but I like watching card breaks, and I got buddies that are real into it. But the whole digital aspect of it is—it's Snoop's point. Only thing about it is its rarity, but it—it's not physical. So to me, I'm right. out. I'm it's out. out. Well, yeah, this this but this is this is apparently. I mean, this is a. This is a thing like this. Oh, start, yeah. it, it, that, this I is, mean, th- but this is peacocks in a garden, right? Like that's what yeah. we're talking about. This is like, oh yeah, it's just a status symbol. It's yeah, not. For it's sure. it's what was Rowdy? You you had sent a quote that somebody, uh, you had sent a tweet that somebody had sent uh, last oh, week, yeah. and I think it like perfectly encapsulated what was happening. Is like, well, this person Axe Krieger's big moves. I like yeah. that we have to say Twitter handles on, <laughs> on uh, in, like in real life sometimes. And it's, uh, I'm not just going to read this. You could probably read it better, but I'm going to do it for you. You want me to do a rowdy impression? Yeah, do a rowdy impression. Do you want me to do an impression of Axe Krieger done by rowdy? So it's like, yeah. No, just do a, just. I would like a rowdy impression after eating a Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, here we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, crypto is going to single-handedly reverse any bigger gains in greenhouse gas reduction we've achieved over three decades, and it's also people can uh, speculate on virtual tulip bulbs or own a virtual certificate of authenticity for a PNG file. I'm so effing furious. <laughs> And you know what? That was super insulting, <laughs> I, by the way. Then, hey, hey. If that hey, was, if that look, was look a, if that was behind a. Behind me, sir. Just call me G-Dub. Mission accomplished. If that was a, okay, if that was a bad impression, yeah, that's this, one thing. If that was an accurate impression, I feel, I feel really bad about myself. Well, to be um, clear, to be clear, I, I, I kind of took some liberty there. It was an impression of you doing an impression of this person oh okay okay after, all right it was after layered. you had it was eaten. like an onion or you know yeah. like um okay yeah. it was babble fish i babble fished it i took it two <laughs> layers deep i went to english to japanese to hebrew so okay so this is this is a good question so what is the uh uh 
this, this does, even though these things are not physical, the blockchain and, and crypto in general does have a pretty big environmental impact mm-hmm. because for the blockchain to work, essentially the, the, the way that these records are kept safe is Electric and the mine. way they call it mining, you know, they're, you're, you're mining. Um, and the way this is done is computers are needed to solve these very complex math problems, essentially. And so you need these computers to be like operating all the time to solve these problems. And then even, even when these problems or even when these, uh, even if computers become more efficient, it's still a problem because the more uh, the more that this takes off, the harder those math problems have to become. Right, because you have so, to, you have to solve the ledger from the beginning. Yeah. Right. So so you're essentially yes, as you're you can make more efficient computers, but then they're solving harder and harder problems. So you're not solving the problem because like. I, I've seen there there are just some crazy stats because if uh, there was one that said if if Bitcoin were a country, its annual electricity consumption would rank 30th in the world. So it would be between Norway, just under Norway and slightly above Argentina as far as electricity consumption. Uh, and that, then, and that's just Bitcoin. That, and then the uh, population of the difference between those two countries is pretty extreme too. So right. Yeah. yeah. And then the as far as just the the carbon dioxide emissions, uh, Bitcoin production is estimated to generate between 22 and 22.9 million metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions a year, wow. which is between the levels produced by Jordan and Sri Lanka. But hey, by all means, like, go ahead and make sure you're not using plastic straws. Uh, that's really interesting to think about. I, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about it like that. And at the same time, it also perpetuates the exclusivity of everything because you got to mm-hmm. have a computer, you got to have the know-how, you got to have. I mean, this is this well, and only, they're and they're constantly first they're world, like the, but it's it's the super rich wealthy elite. Well, uh, and the and the but except the crypto the crypto miners are are constantly looking for the cheapest sources of electricity. So that means they're going to, uh, you know, very rural states or they're going to very poor countries and they're establishing mining farms. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a ton in, there's a ton in rural China and, 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 um, but you know, uh, yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's it's a pretty wild thing to think because on the surface, it's like, oh, yeah, it's digital. Like this seems like, right. oh, we're, we're not, That's you know, we're not really cutting down trees to print basketball cards or whatever. Yeah, it's a digital thing. Like That's that really seems fine. But yeah, you just don't think about that. And to your objection, Snoop, that you didn't vocalize, but I think I know where you're going. Yes, there are. I know people that play with Bitcoin and have made six figures messing around with Bitcoin and all that. But if you're spending two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars on this NBA trash, you got some coin. Yeah, I guess. Um, one of the things I I kind of wanted to ask you as our resident historian, 
like in a historical context, what would this be the most? This feels like the beginning. <laughs> to, not to put too fine a point on it, but this feels like the beginning of the end, where it's like we're getting to the point where, like, what what are we doing? What are mm-hmm. we buying? What commodity are we buying that like this has no commercial value? It's well, it's pure yes. speculation. Like, yep. what what could this? What could we draw a similarity to that says this? You know, in in Roman in the Roman Empire and in, in other in other cultures where we've gotten to the point where like culturally we're just purchasing these items at the detriment of ourselves to present ourselves in a certain light yeah I and i think keep saying ourselves but i'm not doing this I i'm not doing this it's definitely symbolic of late stage late stage capitalism i think it's it's gonna come to a head within our lifetime i i i do think that capitalism will will fall at least in large portions of the world in our lifetime. But I, the only thing I can think is it's kind of like the death of mercantilism or like colonialism. It, and it's, it's going to be that kind of, have those kinds of social impacts. Hmm. When it's no longer about ability or creativity in terms of physicalness, when, when you take out the physicalness, I mean, we're physical beings, right? Like when you take out the physicalness of it, we got some interesting things coming, and when it's I, and, and and we're already electronify. I mean, we we trade all of our money electronically as it is mm-hmm. anyway. That's been a mm-hmm. major change. I mean, think of the gold standard, right? I mean, how that ended in the late nineteenth, early twentieth century. I think it's that kind of major shift. Really, hmm. I think so. It has the potential to be anyway. Yeah, I just now, can't it depends get... on how many people like us think this is stupid, and and well, how many yeah, I mean, actually participate in this. It'd be interesting to see that data. Is this yeah? Uh, is this a thousand people doing this? You know, no, like, it's more than that. So there's a couple things that like uh, specifically to Top Shot. It's been around since 2019, right? So like. It's not new. It's just yeah. really gained traction, and I think part of the reason that it's gained traction is because of you know the uh, the GameStop mm-hmm. experience yeah. and the Dogecoin experience, and yeah. where people said like the stupid guy on TikTok who says if you invested five dollars in in Bitcoin in 2011, you'd be worth 216 billion dollars now, which nobody did. Right. So like yeah, you know. If I had horns, I'd be a bull. Exactly, like, yeah. Like, what does that yeah. even mean? If I bought Apple in 1982, I'd be balling. Right, yeah. <laughs> if ifs and buts were, were candies, candies and, and nuts, nuts, then every day would be Christmas. Right. So <laughs> uh, that it's been around for a while. I think it's, it's obviously getting bigger. It's just speculators. It's probably some of the same people that got rich on, like, the... the uh, Overexposure of GameStop, where they were able to, they had the, to make some money there. But they like, had the nut. It, yeah, I'm with you. Just uh, like I know this, this wasn't really where I was going. But I'm with you in the sense that like, there's nothing physical about this, so I can't understand. I can't get behind it. Like, I it's just like raw commodity, raw speculation, where I can't I can't wrap my head around what it is you're buying, other than like the expectation that what you're buying will have value in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it's spreading too, because the, uh, the blockchain that 
this is built on, which is called Flow. Mm-hmm. They so Flow, the creator of Crypto Kitties and Cheese Wizards. Uh, mm, I'd get behind. They that. they have now so uh, uh, beyond NBA Top Shot, they're actually. Um, Coming soon will be UFC digital collectibles, um, where they say collect the best of UFC, buy, sell, trade, and collect. And then they're also uh, creating a Dr. Seuss digital collectibles that is coming soon. With the, with this, it's they say the fantastical world of Dr. Seuss is coming to blockchain for you to buy, say, tr- buy, trade, sell, and collect. And it's just like, hey, uh, you could buy like the examples that they show here. It's like, here's a Lorax that is made of wood. Here's a Lorax that looks like he's made of ice. And so you're essentially, it's like, you're the you're irony. essentially buying just different versions of the same illustration, right? Which is funny that the Lorax is the exactly. example that it there is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah the irony. One of a possible, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Who's going to uh, speak for the trees? Yeah, this I guess is so uh, dumb. I guess the Lorax so and blockchain is. Yeah, I, I, and they've captured uh, to an earlier point you were making, Reed. Like they've captured some of the, like the the card breaks and things like that whole experience. Yeah. Like they're the the chain is growing because yeah. not only are they creating new products, but they're creating new highlights, like new yeah. top shots. Like every week they do these 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 card breaks where they release new packages and you have to purchase them like you would packaging, like you would purchase cards. Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing too, about this particular blockchain, they, one of the, one of the unique things about it is it has a feature that they call composability. And so what that means is if you're a developer, like they compare it to what, open source software was for the web. So with this with this flow blockchain, it's decentralized and uh, essentially can let developers build new products. So if 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 you were a developer and you wanted to build a gallery application to show off your mm-hmm. top shot mm-hmm. collection, you could do that. And then you could sell that gallery application, um, or they said they say they give the example of like if you wanted to to um, create a financial market that tracks the price movement of these digital assets, you could do that. Like you but can, don't you, you wanna, can yeah, that's create all these third party. You could create pawn that's, shops, but that's tranches. Like that's what got us into the into the. Uh, housing bubble of 2007 and mm-hmm. 2008 is like people were speculating on people's speculation. Right. And then they right. slice it up and they put it in new packages and do it again. But like, don't you want to hold something? I'm just, I'm I'm so with you. Like, don't you want to hold it? Don't you want to, don't you, you actually want to hold your phone? It? You just hold your phone and you look at, you look at all of it. Hold you your phone. Use your, use your black mirror. Uh, Have uh-huh. you seen my phone? My phone is very cracked. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm with you, but my fear is that this is a tidal wave coming and like this whole virtual uh, kind of uh, 
Insanity is what we're... And then the solar flare is going to hit and we're going to lose then, all electricity and, then, and this is all gone. Yes, I love I it because that's what that's what I'm waiting for because it's coming for these dudes. And if they don't know how to plant a seed or light a fire or do anything, they're done. When or the, dig a hole with a Cheez-It. When the universal, <laughs> when the universal coal arrives, the blockchainers and all these dudes are the first ones to go. Okay, so we beat this horse. Now, uh, one. W- oh, you're ready to talk, Jim Jordan? Well, yeah. So we've got about. We got to get to that. <laughs> we got about six minutes. Six minutes. So let's run through these last four. Uh, All right. Me, so real, real, I'll real read, quick. I'll read them, and you guys can choose. Okay. Uh, George Clooney is going to produce a documentary about Jim Jordan, Representative Jim Jordan. Cam Newton is rich. Tiger Woods. That's all it says. Just Tiger Woods <laughs> or Jersey Roulette. Did something happen with Tiger Woods? I've been on. I, I, uh, the only thing I want to know about Tiger Woods is they keep saying that the car was a Genesis. Is that the car? Is that the car brand or is that a line of Bentley? No, that's Genesis is the car brand. It's okay, a, it was a it's a Hyundai like Sunday. Oh hmm. no! Oh. Was, well, I so thought Genesis, it was like a Bentley or something. Well, that well, Genesis. The only Genesis I know is that the the Genesis. Brand it used to be the Hyundai Genesis, and then right. they spun it off to Genesis, like Lexus is to toy- Toyota. Oh, okay, so it's the luxury Hyundai. It's a uh, lunge- I mean, luxury hun- Hyundai. Yeah, Hyundai like Scion, like Scion like is to Toyota. <laughs> right, right. The Something luxury, like that. the luxury that's, that's brand. The other way. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, you yeah. went the wrong yeah. direction. The the yeah. the Scion is to Toyota as the Geo Metro was to Chevrolet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was not built at the Numi plant in Fremont. Uh, so what do we want to do Let's here, talk guys? About well, Jim okay, Jordan. real. Uh, Jim Jordan. Okay, so Jim Jordan. Uh, yes, yeah, so George Clooney. Jim Jordan, show some respect. Buckeye J-Y-M State. J-Y-M Jim Jordan. Yeah, G-Y-M. So George Clooney, uh, his production company, Smokehouse uh, Pictures. Holly, Hollywood liberal elite George Clooney. Right. Is producing a docu-series about the uh, abuse in the athletic department at Ohio State, which was uh, Dr. Uh, Richard Strauss, mm. uh, who, Dick according Strauss. to... Childhood friend of Larry Nasser. Uh, according to is the university's true? own... <laughs> Crime report. Wow. He, com- like, he committed yeah. 1,429 sexual assaults and, 40, and 47 rapes during his 20, year, 20 years at Ohio State. Larry Nash was in uh, Jim, Jim Jordan, who at that point was a redhead. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, so he was skinned, right? He he was the assistant coach for the wrestling team at Ohio State from '87 to '95. Wrestling. Uh, th- this dude, the the doctor, he he would he was known for abusing these these guys when they would come in for physicals. He would come in and shower with the wrestlers after their practice. Had a locker, had a locker in the locker room, and would shower with the wrestlers. As the wrestlers are all, you know, facing the wall, he's he's looking at them. Sure, like this was a known this was a known thing. Yeah, and uh, multiple athletes and even a referee have said that they talked to Jim Jordan about 
all of this and he didn't do anything to stop it. And then when, when these allegations finally started to come out, um, you know, Jordan, instead of, instead of contacting these wrestlers and saying, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. What, like, what can I do? You know, how are you doing? He just denies it. He, he, not only that, he, he was approached, um, that some of these, some of these former wrestlers, uh, were, were putting together a video. So they asked their head coach and Jim Jordan for support. So the head coach agreed and he came out and said, you know, this, this was a, this was a problem. Um, Jim Jordan, on the other hand, uh, who at this point was already a representative, um, hired a PR firm, uh, rounded up statements from former wrestlers who would vouch for him and smear his accusers. He went on Fox News and claimed that the, the law firm uh, was tied to the deep state and Hillary Clinton. Um, all this stuff is like uh. he uh, call, called uh, called people in tears, begging them to not spread this story. Um, like the the guy's scum. I'm oh, sorry, without doubt. Oh, I'm not sorry. Um, but yeah, like I, I I hope that I hope that this docu series, you know. The story's bad enough, and the story should should have been enough to just knock Jim Jordan and his stupid rolled up sleeves and gray pallor out of the House of Representatives. But I'm hoping that with even more attention on this whole story, I, I don't know. I hope I hope some of this comes back on him because this just adds to my the this is just fodder for my ongoing development of a conspiracy. Of a conspiracy theory that I have, Larry Nasser, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy at Penn State? The uh, I forget his Sandusky. name. Sandusky. Sandusky. Jerry Sandusky at Penn mm-hmm. State. Jerry Sandusky of Sandusky. And now, Ohio. Jim Jordan, at Ohio State. The Big Ten has a big problem mm-hmm. when it comes to pederasts and rape and sexual abuse. And this is really, this is becoming a major, I mean, one of them's a major issue, but this is just, this is serial now, man. I mean, when like, you, when you look at the numbers and the fact that like, this was a known thing, like there's an article rates. that actually came out today from Esquire where they, um, interview one of, one of the top wrestlers at OSU, uh, back in the day and it just kind of walks through his his whole story like everyone knew everyone knew this was going on it for years like a and and theme, doesn't it? I mean, yeah and and the guy the guy actually got moved up through the ranks he kept getting promotions yeah but i mean yeah it, it's it's frustrating and i mean the the way that that jim jordan handled this like the dude is just slime Oh, without I mean, th- th- this guy is one of the worst people in Congress by, by a long shot. Uh, so know. how do you how do you think this is going to change? 
Like, do you I, think I just, I hope it's shed more him. light uh, on it. I, I, I yeah, I hope. I, America, the entertain Hollywood has unfortunately, maybe, yeah, maybe not. It has to become Hollywood has the biggest impact when it comes to these yep. kinds of things. Like today, I just watched the first episode of this Woody Allen documentary that started on HBO about right. Mia Farrow and all that. I mean, isn't it called Woody and Mia? Woody like and he's Mia. already, yeah. If anything affects it, it's popular culture in Hollywood. And, and just and getting, you know, but it's a reality. Being the, you know, the true, the true crime stuff, like becoming that water cooler conversation, like, you know, yeah. it's like the Tiger King yeah. serial, like all these things. Yeah. Like if you can, if you can put the focus on through, I mean, yeah, again, it's, it's like, gotta be entertaining tr- for people, to you know, care. decades, decades and, you know, thousands of cases of abuse is not enough to do it. Right. So we've got to have George Clooney do a documentary series, but you know, if it, if it works, it works. It's so, sad, yeah. but uh, maybe effective. And but I'll, based I'll, based on Jim Jordan's uh, gray skin tone, I I don't know how much longer this guy has to live anyway. But who knows? But uh, I'll end my comments here. You guys can continue to go on as long <laughs> as you want. I I wonder how it the packaging of this is going to affect the narrative on the right. And what I mean by Oh, that, it'll yeah, be the oh, yeah, Hollywood sure. liberal yeah. elite George Clooney. Is going, is uh, yeah, Jewish I mean, for sure. Elite, even though yep. he's not Jewish, but that will be right. thrown in there, too. It, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I can't help but think this is not coming from inside. This is coming from outside. Thus, people are going to say, ah, this is a smear job. This, is, a, this yeah. is like a smear tactic. This is a campaign against us, not because of something I did, which I clearly did. It's because of, of my politics, which yep. are also abhorrent. But so. the thing, I think the thing that, the only thing that works in Washington is that if, if someone can be exposed or be considered toxic enough that you can't even be near them, mm-hmm. either politically, socially, whatever it is. Now, like Steve King. Like yes, or, or or Al Franken, <laughs> Steve King or Al Franken, which are polar opposites in my world. I don't, yeah, but, I don't. But I don't want to get into but that. But Trump has <laughs> has neutered that move a little bit because you still got people aligning with Trump, uh, even though he has similar episodes in his in his past too. But I mean, Jim Jordan to me. Is who wants to who wants to stand next to or associate with Jim Jordan? It's the same, I think, with Ted Cruz. I think this latest Ted Cruz thing has hurt him significantly as well, way more than Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones made billions of dollars potentially off of this, but the optics are what matter. It, it's not the actual f- result of what happens, but it's it's always the optics in the Beltway of Washington, I think, and. And I think this, it, depending on when this comes out, when it's released, and I don't really know when Jim is uh, up for re-election. It's got to be coming up pretty soon. Well, it's every two years right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a rep. He's a rep. Uh, so, yeah. I would say 2022. Just so, pull a number out of my hat. This, I'm just going to yeah, say it's 2022. This could, uh, this, could, this could do it. It could. It, yeah. it could. If it doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. Mm-hmm. Rowdy, you want the last word? No. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank 
the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jetbelly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Person this week is... Very good. Ball Woman this week is Naomi Osaka, who just won the Australian Open, beating Jennifer Bradley in straight set 6-4, 6-3. is her fourth Grand Slam title, and she is only the seven, seventh active player to have four Grand Slam titles. Did you hear what she did after the match when she said, I'd like to thank, and then she turned around and said, do you prefer Jennifer or Jenny? Oh, no, I didn't see that. She she said, Jenny, and she turned back around and said, I'd like to thank Jennifer for a good match. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. That's, awesome. that's a little subtle Japanese jab there, huh? Yeah, as yeah. an Enneagram 8, I can appreciate that. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports, sports, sports pod with any at gmail.com. Jeez, man, I've screwed that up two weeks in a row. With any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. <laughs> and don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday. We will ask, how about some birds? Tweet, tweet. Yeah.